Queer the City from Homotopia, Art Crawl, Episode 2. We begin this Art Crawl series just outside one of Liverpool's most prominent buildings, the Anglican Cathedral. Everybody has seen it from almost every part of the city, but not everybody's been in it. And one of the reasons for coming today is to go in and find out what kind of an installation has been made here. The person who's coming with me today is Aisha Palmer, who is a project manager and advocate and has uh, joined me to get a bit of a perspective on what we think is a kind of visual arts installation in the place. Now, uh, I don't know, to put it rather strangely at the moment, Aisha, do you come here often? I... I don't come very often. Um, I've been inside about three times in the last five years I've lived in Liverpool. Um, I normally visit the green area that's down, that's on the downward path. The gardens? The gardens, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, let's go inside because it's starting to rain here now. <laughs> let's go inside and see what this artwork is going to be. It's a cathedral. What do you expect of a cathedral as a visitor? What do you, what kind of experience do you expect? As someone who grew up in a religious household and went to church, I kind of expect a lot of pews, a lot of Bibles and pamphlets. Um, so this is quite surprising to walk in, and it's not exactly to what I would have imagined. No, I mean one of the things about it, of course, is it's um, technically one of the biggest. Um, inside spaces in the world so it's it it's just hugely impressive uh, and the architecture of course is is many fold I mean it's not just one single space but there's all kinds of different sides chapels to it and it's very high everything else but of course the other thing it's famous for which you may have come across you may not is it's a place where art has had its home over the time I mean I think in the last few years we would uh, say that we've had the world in here, we've had the moon in here, we've had huge guitar concerts in here, we've had a play about the Titanic in here, and of course it's got installation anyway because there's a Tracy Emin uh, neon installation at the far end of the cathedral. So the one thing it doesn't surprise anybody, I think, is to find that there's art in the place. Um, would you have expected art when you first came to Liverpool to find that in a cathedral? Not at all, <laughs> not at all. From the outside, I, I assumed it'd be like other cathedrals I've visited. Um, but I walked in and I think that was the first thing that caught my eye was the Tracy M and Neon. And I said, that, 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 that's not usually in a cathedral. And I came to find out, like you said, it is home for so many art, like music forms or, you know, installations. Um, and it really challenges my perspective of a cathedral and what it's used for. Yeah, so in a sense, in terms of queering the city, the, this cathedral already does a little bit of kind of queering itself, I think, which is no bad thing. Um, the one we've come to see, well, we've walked oh, quite a way into the cathedral. We're nearly under the whole tower. Um, on the wall, um, something that attracts a bit of attention, I think, catches your eye. It's a black and white poster There seems to be... Um, a woman wrapped in some type of garment sitting on a pavement. Uh, well, it is near 
the docks and on the walls in um, black bold letters it says black people built Liverpool yeah um, I mean it's quite hard to read isn't it I think you have to get quite close up before you notice that so if you and I were walking along just talking and we raised our eyes to it we'd probably be first of all captured by the fact that it is in black and white whereas there's a kind of very subtle warm brown to the whole of the rest of the surroundings and then of course we've got to make some question about what it's trying to say to us we know this too actually don't we we know this too so maybe the other one will be a bit of a confirmation but that those four words black people built liverpool is kind of provocative because i mean arguably it's not possible that only black people built liverpool because the question is what builds a city what what do you take it that that those four words are really implying I believe those four words are really implying and imploring us to ask the question of how have black people benefited Liverpool and what, you know, the Liverpool, what Liverpool has benefited from the black community. Um, and that brings you straight to the slave trade and the involvement in that. And that's, I think that is where, that is what this post is really probing you to ask that question of, because like you said on the, on the article, you, someone would stop and they're like, no, but, but, that's impossible. Maybe that's what the artist is trying to get at, you having to ask yourself this question and not necessarily being def- um, so def- defensive in the beginning, but then asking the question of, okay, how, what, what does this mean? How have black people in within the Liverpool community, how has Liverpool benefited? How have they been a, uh, a part of the pillars of building Liverpool? Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, I'm glad that you say it's not defensive. I mean, first of all, you've got to capture people's interests, haven't you? That's one of the tricks to querying something is, first of all, you have to get people to want to spend some time with what you've got. So, yes, it's that. The crucial thing about this one, of course, is the docks. And if there is a dimension to this which connects with the slave trade, we know that the the, the benefits of the trade, the the Atlantic trade, all flowed into Liverpool or out of Liverpool through the docks. So I suppose that figure sitting on the dock there is they look they could almost be somebody who's sleeping rough in Liverpool now couldn't they yes yes but I think it may be a bit of a montage so yes there's that and of course the other question which maybe the other one of these two pictures will make clear to us is of course one thing that you require to build a city is money and I suppose the question we're going to end up asking is for example where did the money for this huge cathedral come from in other words is this a particular place where these should be shown or whether it's basically about the whole of Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Now I'm thinking probably that they made an appeal to raise the money for this this cathedral. Um, but the, the money connection of course means that everybody who ever works and trades in the city is is complicit in in, in this case in the, in the slave trade. Um, I mean does that, would, would it disturb somebody to realise that that was true? I think it would disturb a lot of people um, because I, I feel as though a lot of people, especially in Liverpool, do kind of, and as much as you should be, you know, Liverpool is a beautiful city, very multicultural city. It, we, we have to also acknowledge that it does have a very dark undercurrent a lot of times, especially within yeah, being a part of the black or pop community. Um, and it would disturb someone to know that they didn't know about it. Mm. I think that's what it is. How could I not have known? How could I not have had made these connections? And, and that comes from conversations like this not being held, people not necessarily 
wanting to have certain conversations about this place is here, where did this money come from, or asking those questions, because mm. oftentimes it can lead back to something that you're not necessarily very proud of. Um, so I think what this is happening today is quite important, and people who come in will ask themselves these questions and would go away and do the research like I will do. Mm. Because one of the research we need to do, probably just for its own sake, is the artist, Kiara Mohammed. I think if we look at the other one, which we should probably wander along to now, we'll get a better idea of whether Kiara is simply talking about um, the, the, the built environment, the economic structure of the place. And that's something that I think we have to consider because behind every city, every, every city's um, architecture is a mirror of its, its economy, isn't it? Yeah. Well, here we are different in lots of ways actually um what, what do you for you is the main difference with this one whereas the one before there was you know an individual that you can clearly see um this is more just looking at the architecture of of liverpool you see the live live building um it's a drone shot again isn't yeah, it's it a yeah. Drone shot. yeah i mean r taken from i would guess just in front the river frontage of the live building and it looks past one liver bird to the other liver bird and then across through the whole of the business district and then actually right up here as far as the cathedrals I suspect it, though it's there just slightly out of the picture and it's slightly different I mean the black people words are written in white here yeah. which is what does that mean mm -hmm. I wonder, well, there's a little speculation do you think that has significance it would be hard for me not to think so I'm just still trying to figure out what the significance is but there definitely will be would be a significance to the artist changing it from all black to black people being written in white colour. Mm. I mean, it's uh, it's for many people that is a picture of pride, isn't it? In Liverpool, it's look at this magnificent city. All of its best architecture, all of its most impressive monuments can be seen from here. Its emblematic liver birds are there. This is the kind of thing that would sit on the wall of a house. Um, as a you know, as a, in pride of place over the fireplace, if these things still happen, but if you put the words "black people built Liverpool" over it, it kind of queers the thing, yeah. which is the subject of our of our crawls. Here we are in a cathedral, and we're looking outwards, almost through a window, to a view of the city, and we're being forced to make a connection, ask a question. Um, if we were researching this, what would we Google up? Immediately, I think you would want to Google the liver building. Yep. You would want to, and quite similarly to the one before, asking questions like, where did the funding for the liver building come from? Who was involved in, you know, the architecture and the building of it? And those responsible, is, that, is there a link to quite similar to the one before? I'd also want to Google up, I think, Liverpool architecture and maybe pick on individual buildings and find out what they did. Um, I mean, we've got, a bit further along, we've got a town hall, but also we've got Martin's Banks, lots of banks there, lots of insurance buildings, mm -hmm. all those kind of things that suggest that money is really the, the thing that we're looking at here rather than simply just bricks and mortar. Because it's so easy just to kind of leave your house, go out into town, go to the docks, walk for a lovely stroll with your dog and your family. And very often um, people either don't know or don't care to find out about the history of of such place and in Liverpool you know the docks are very very famous I mean during quarantine that's where everyone went mm. but how often do we walk around and and, and ask the question as to 
you know, how did this get here? Who is responsible of whose, um, you know, labor and the money? And like you said, I think that's quite important because, you know, if you follow, if you want to know the story of anything, you follow the money. The money carries you to the truth. And maybe, you know, Akira is asking us to, you know, hold Liverpool in all its glory and greatness and you know it's a beautiful city but not to be afraid or don't shy away from asking some hard questions about you know the architect and the city and how, you know how it's come to where it is today and those and all those responsible um, so I think that is that's what I feel it makes me to be you know when I leave today it makes you really want to go and do some deep research um, and not necessarily to call not to do research to call anyone out or but just to know i think knowing your past is really important in order to um you know creating a, a better future for all people of liverpool mm -hmm. um and i think you know just seeing continually seeing black and liverpool together in a sentence is very strange for me um you know because i yeah, moved to liverpool it, it is you know it is multicultural but still certain places you go you, it, you, i'm very often the only black person in some spaces um and you think of liverpool you think of like you think of liverpool you think of the sports you think of you know the the accent but to see black people and liverpool in one sentence something that i'm still trying to to digest it, it is quite moving because i do feel like in as in a lot of cities but especially in liverpool with there being so much history with, you know, um, the seagoers who would come, you know, that were predominantly black men from either Jamaica or other places of the world. Um, you don't necessarily always feel seen as a black person in Liverpool. Um, and to see that in a sentence does really make you question, make me question, you know, where where do we stand? Where where do I where am I in the city? How how am I seen? Where's you know the black, black people's history in Liverpool, and that's what it kind of encourages me to go and research more of. Mm. I think it, just to cap all that and kind of close it off, really, it strikes me that if you rephrase that and you say, look at Liverpool, it's beautiful, isn't it? And you know what? Black people built it, and it carries that overtone of pride. And I think that's that's kind of what maybe is the feeling you take away from this, and uh, and that's it really. It's you can't convey it without seeing it. I hope people will come and have a look at it and make their own thoughts on the subject. A short walk down the hill brings us to the corner of Chinatown, which is actually one of the places where one of the other art crawls begins. But we're actually going to stop just outside the art centre, which is known as the Blackie, because uh, this particular artwork, which is part of the, uh, of the Queer City project, has, um, <laughs> has moved about a bit in, in its history of getting to these railings here. Uh, originally it was planned to be in hoardings around the corner, but now here it is in plain view in front of uh, the Chinatown restaurants that are so characteristic of the area. It's a big, long, it's not poster so much, it's a, a kind of um, hoarding that's been put up there. And the word? Multi-transitional. Yeah, multi-transitional, and that's pretty much all. Uh, we've got a little clue because there's a homotopia poster right <laughs> yeah. next to it in case we're too 
bemused by the whole thing. But uh, I mean, uh, we're familiar with that dimension of it. So basically, we're confronted with this big, long, white, I'd say kind of six or seven meters long thing. Uh, and it's just saying to us, here's a word. Okay, now, words are very important. Now, wha how we refer to ourselves, um, how we refer to uh, various aspects of gender and the rest is important. Uh, is this? Uh, I don't. I don't think I use this. It's not the kind of word that trips off my tongue, and it's not one of those that goes into my conversation that often. Do you use the word multi-transitional very often? To be honest, no. I um, uh, I personally don't. I have seen it, the word probably twice through flicking through and reading through articles or um, on social media. But this is. I think this is the first time that I've actually had to. You know, it's physically in front of me. Like I'm standing at this bar, and I think about when I was walking down, I was too close to it to see the full words. So then that required me to take like three steps back to take it all in, which I thought was quite clever. I don't know if that was on purpose, but it made me have to think about that word. Well, as if you're coming from the sideways, yes, it's true. Yeah. You read it in a certain direction, don't you? Um, but you're ahead of me on this one because I don't think I've seen it in an article. Mm. I mean, what? Before we take it to bits, well, what do we think it means? multi-transit what well, definitely in regards to transitioning um and multi means that you're between from, from my point of view thinking from looking at that word it's between something on a spectrum because we know gender is a spectrum um i do have an idea of what it is should i, should I give it a go go on then yeah okay multi-transitional with it being a spectrum i'd say Definitely gender fluidity, gender, yeah, gender fluidity and detransitioning. Detransitioning? Somewhere between those two of okay. being fluid in gender, but also detransitioning. Okay, I, I mean, let, let's go back to basics on this one. Um, one of the things that, I mean, the, the homotopia this year is is very trans intensive mm -hmm. i mean very many of the artists are trans artists um very many of the subjects are trans subjects and that itself nowadays is a very big um world to join in with so transition is for uh, as a word to describe that which people in many cases have done once in their life uh, permanently or do regularly mm -hmm. it's the moving from one um gender apprehension to another and uh, so when we've got transitional, we're talking about anything to do with people who um, adjust themselves in their relationship with the world. To do the multi is where it comes a bit complicated for me because you'd say, well, yes, everybody does it differently. So that's fine. But at the same time, there's uh, now with gender fluidity and non-binary and all the other kind of uh, subsets, subsets of it all, you, you're wondering whether it actually approves of multi-transitional does do you suggest it's a it's a word that says let's have more things that are multi-transitional mm. well i think a lot of things in 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 its nature are multi-transitional especially when it comes to gender being a spectrum you're never um you're never fixed in this one place you are with without realizing it or not most times you are on this like floating spectrum and that's that's what i feel that this artist is getting our attention to is and it made me question where do I where do I stand on the spectrum or am I you know in regards to gender fluidity and myself being non-binary I 
I know, I think, I, I, believe, I believe I read it where it said that, that that word, when they saw that word, they saw themselves, like they felt like that validated their experience and how they navigate through this world. Um, and I would that's the artist, yeah. in fact, Colin Levens, yeah. who, based in London, uh, but has created this, I think, especially for Liverpool and Homotopia, as I understand it. Uh, they themselves felt that the word um, gave them confidence, gave them a sense of themselves. Yeah. Uh, interesting. I, I'm wondering, I think it's going to be a big stretch for a lot of people who pass here randomly to do the same thing. Yeah. I mean, it's nice because we, we've looked at some of the other artworks and they really do say, don't worry, you're not the only one. It's, you know, it, it, there's a lot of people feeling and thinking the same things as you. But this one, I think the average passerby on the way to deliver some food to one of the restaurants and the rest of it would look a little bit kind of raised eyebrow about it and never be quite sure what they were supposed to think about it. It's a bit, a bit impenetrable, isn't it? For some. For some, I can see why. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we are also talking about people who will make this walk, who are going to do the walk that we're doing now, and they will already be primed to you know, think a bit about what's going on with the thing. Uh, as regards this, uh, does it does it feel at all threatening to you? Is it kind of a little bit um, uh, hard headed ab about things? It's it's not a it's not in a, a light colour. It's not in a, a a gentle font at all. It really does kind of say. Uh, what's the mood of it for you? For me, I don't feel it. I don't think it feels threatening. It's kind of more so a statement. Like this is it with it being black and white. It's not necessarily up for debate or um, a, a huge discussion. It's like this is this is representative of some people. Some people see themselves and identify with this word, and this is just the way that it is. And you're walking by, you're either going to uh, okay or pass it over, or you're going to go home and be like, okay, I wonder what this word is, and do some reading and research, and maybe become more enlightened or, or aware of you know queer people who who identify and see them with this word who this word validates yeah it's a provocation yeah. the provocation to um greater awareness which is what we all hope that the all the artwork in this crawl will do the aim of the project queer the city is to get people to look at it differently and uh, there've been lots of different strategies depending on which artwork we've looked at and the rest of it I wonder, you're not a person who was born in Liverpool. You, you've arrived here, you've made yeah. it your home and the rest of it. Is Liverpool a, a good candidate for queering? Is it a place that um, benefits from um, uh, being seen in a different way? Or, just to put the opposite point of view, it's already quite a cranky kind of place <laughs> and it doesn't really need very much in the way of provocation. What do you think? I, I believe Liverpool is a perfect city for queering. Um, before living here, I spent time in Leeds and Manchester. And funny enough, I came to Liverpool on a night out. And the querying that I did see and I was involved in, I was like, I want to live the, I want to live in this city. And I moved the next week. Um, and that's not to say it's perfect. There's still, you know, a far ways to go. But I love the fact that, you know, you can go into town and there's gay town but the alternative scene in liverpool is so beautiful it's so amazing it's so family-like and welcoming um and i would love to see more of that um you know events like eat me you know what was the one at district beers for queers like it is liverpool is a perfect candidate for queering and i would love to see more alternative scenes coming up and banding together and creating like a really strong sense within the queer community
Queer the City Art Crawl is presented by Roger Hill. Audio production is by Laura Brown. Series production is by Alex Ferguson for Homotopia. Queer the City is made with support from BBC Radio Merseyside. Visit homotopia.net for more info.